Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 201 with the wonderful Leanne Marie Webster. Hi, this is Leanne Marie Webster, and you are listening to the Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so looking forward to the conversation with Leanne because a friend of ours introduced us because she listened to both of our messages, knowing that I have heart cells and Leanne has email with heart and that this must be going very well together. So I'm super pumped to have Leanne on the show today. She helps entrepreneurs build, grow and nurture their email lists. And yeah, I can't wait to dive in. Also, um, she has a special hobby being a runner and a triathlete who recently actually completed her first full Ironman. And we are going to talk about this as well and what this has to do with marketing and sales. So enjoy this episode and tune right in. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Leanne. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. I can't wait. This is so close to my heart. I know. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is so fun. And it took us a while to actually figure out how to get you on my calendar. <laughs> and you are about marketing email with heart. Yeah. Right. And when a friend of ours introduced us and she told me what you're about, I was like, OMG, I got to <laughs> get her on the Heart Cells podcast. This is such a perfect match. Yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit. Why, why was Heart? Well, you know, I created this, um, I, it's kind of my ideology. It's my, my perspective on email marketing, this email with Heart. And the reason I created it was because I really wanted people to get present to what emailing is all about. And I wanted to change the conversation around email marketing. Because I feel that too often the conversation is, how do I build the biggest list with the most people and then just pummel, 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 pummel them with messages until they buy something. And that doesn't really honor the fact that there's a person on the other side of the email address and that it's a relationship that you're building and that that's, while that might drive results, that doesn't get you the best results. So. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm a total believer that selling with heart from the heart <laughs> is just making the biggest difference because heart sells. Heart <laughs> so sells, heart sells, yes. And I did also turn it into an acronym. So it also uh, walked through all the pillars that I believe are important in email marketing. So yeah, well. I just love that. And I'm happy. I'm happy to you know, go there so people can catch on to what they should be looking for. So they make sure they, they message and send email with heart. Yeah. And it's, it's really for entrepreneurs to show them to build, grow and, and nurture the email list, not just seeing it as a list, right? They are people like human beings yes. on your list in yes. your tribe. And you want to make sure that you take good care of them. Right. Exactly. So what's your heart principle about? Um, well, as I said, it is an acronym. And um, so I can I'll walk you through all of it, and then we can talk about each one if you want. Um, so the H stands for how, how people get on your email list. Very important. I'll come back to that in a minute because that's a very big thing for me. <laughs> um, the E is for having engaging content. The A is for speaking in your authentic voice. Mm. The R is for um, consistency, regularity, having regularity with how often you communicate with your list. And the T is for technology, leveraging technology, both in terms of the what, what you use and understanding the numbers that you can get through your technology platform. Yeah, I love that. So why is it so important to know how people got on your list? 
Well, so let's, let's look at this. I used to not talk about this because I thought it was really obvious. And then I learned that it's actually not very obvious. And so <laughs> the people who, here's the thing, we all buy from people we know, like, and trust. And I think everyone's pretty familiar with that. And I know your audience believes that. And so if you're not careful, if you're not permissively adding people to your list, what happens is they know you, but they don't like you and trust you. And that means they won't become a client. And so the, the best way for me to talk about permissively getting people onto your list is to talk about what it looks like to not permissively get people onto your list. Because I think that's where there's a, sometimes a little bit of gray area. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, I think this has happened to all of us. We've gone to a networking event and we've met someone. <laughs> yep, I can see your face cringing yeah. at the thought yeah. of it. You pass, you exchange cards, right? And then all of a sudden, you're on their email list. Yeah. That's not permissive. That's, that's just like, that's that kind of scrounging everything approach. Yeah, and it's totally, totally not GDPR confirmed, right? Yeah. So, oh. uh, in case yeah. you still do that stuff, you should not be marketing. Should not to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's it's illegal. It's, it's, it's GDPR not compliant. It's also spam um, in the in the U.S. the Can Spam Act. But even more than it being illegal, it's freaking annoying. And if yeah. your whole goal in growing your list is to build your business and to generate clients and revenue from it, that's not the best way to do it. It's it's a horrible way to do it. Um, because those are the people usually when I talk to them, they say, well, email doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, because you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to deliver value, right? People need to be inspired. I, yeah. I just love it. You know, sometimes you, you send an email and you, you know, kind of maybe you shared something you haven't shared before, you're not quite sure. And then people respond back. It's like, it's so wonderful when I read emails, like totally agree, or I've right. been through a similar situation. It's, it's just so wonderful to receive messages back. So you know that you served in the right way. Exactly. Exactly. And people do that. It's so interesting. Someone responded to one of my emails just last week and he said, I know this is written to multiple people. Like I know it's written to a list, but it still feels very personal to me. And I really appreciate that. And then he went on to say, you know, I don't know if I can use your course, but maybe I could, um, uh, do you take like investments? Like, let's have a conversation about that. And then he said, and by the way, I'm thinking of having you come in and speak to my team in Chicago or in Palo Alto. So there's a speaking agreement that might come from it or speaking engagement. And so it was fascinating to me that just because I'm, I'm, being conscious of how I'm writing and I'm keeping that personal connection and delivering value. There's three things that might come from that, which is amazing. Yeah, totally agree. And um, so also I, th I think what was one challenge for me was how often do I email my list? Yes. And I, I had an interesting experience just at the beginning of this year, actually, where I partnered up with someone to help promote their product, which I really believed in. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, I'm during that period of time, I almost emailed every single day. And I was really surprised how well my list took that. Wow. Okay. Some, some people that left the list and I thought, well, if you, you know, cannot just delete it because I think it's amazing value for you, then you might not be right on my list. 
Right. But it was really interesting to see because that was one of the things I was so afraid of, like how often can I email? Yeah. But if you still deliver value, I think you can email a lot without being afraid. <laughs> right. Well, it all depends on the content, right? And you yeah. said a couple of things. So there's a few very interesting things about your story. One is um, before you were doing that almost every day, how often were you emailing? Uh, before, like uh, once a week, I have the empowerment notes. Yeah. And, you know, same day, same time. Yeah. And then, you know, if I have some special announcements or something, um, I might throw in another email. Right. So th- like six emails a month or something. Wonderful. So what's, what's important about that is you're being very consistent before and delivering a lot of value before. Yeah. And so then when you were promoting and, and sending it a little bit more, your list was open to it because they trust you because you're not doing that all the time. You didn't go from like, you know, six times a month to 12 times a month, <laughs> yeah. forever. So there's a, there's a relationship that got built up there. Um, for people who are, who are then open to your message and what you're saying. Um, what I find is that often for this interval question, because I get asked this all the time, um, is that sometimes people, in, out of kindness, out of not wanting to send too much, go to the opposite end of the spectrum, and they only send once a month, and they, they do a newsletter, and it's like, oh, and then they feel the need to put all this content in there because since it's only once a month, they want to have it be very, you know, valuable. And that ends up backfiring for a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. One is once a month is not enough. People, if they don't hear from you consistently, then what happens is when that email comes in, they're like, who is this? Did I sign up for this? I don't know what this is. And that's when the unsubscribe rate will go up. The spam rate actually goes up in that instance. And then also, if you're sending all this content because you're like, I want it, you know, it's only once a month and I want to make sure there's all this great stuff in there, then people open it and they go, oh, this is a lot to read. I'll come back to it. Nobody's ever like gone back to an email. (laughs) I mean, rarely, rarely. But um, yeah, what I find is a better strategy is exactly what you're doing. Once a week, very consistent, um, you know, be, be, uh, delivering content that's really that you're, you know your audience wants to hear, um, keeping it short and keeping it on one topic per email. So it's like deliver that content. And if you have other stuff, you can send that in a different email, but not trying to cram it all in. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I have them potential to make it better. <laughs> because I do have, I have a topic and then I also have the updates on the podcast at the lower end. So people Got can- it. Know, see the little video they have the the design the the cover art of the podcast and the short bio of the person who spoke and the links to connect but i i also thought about that that could actually be a, an extra email like a different email at a yeah. different time to not overwhelm people totally totally and to get them to focus on what you want them to focus on yes totally agree awesome so what what else do people do that's not supporting growing their email list in a heart-centered way? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one is um, I, my A for heart, um, speaking in your authentic voice. Um, and from that, I mean coming through with who you really are and really connecting with your audience. What I find is that sometimes people, um, they can have someone write their content for you. I know that there's um, people out there who get 
they get tripped up on what to say, so they're like, I'll just hire a copywriter. Or there's templates that they'll buy from someone. And what happens is that ends up being not in their voice, and it ends up being, um, it ends up feeling like a mismatch. And what happens then is the audience sometimes, sometimes they can't articulate it, but sometimes, it, but something just feels off and it doesn't feel right. And you're like, I don't know if this is what I really signed up for. And it, and it creates that little bit of a distance. Whereas if you can, um, instead, you don't have to write your own content, but if someone else is going to write your content for you, you need to make sure they can speak in your voice and that you're editing it to make sure that it, it sounds like it comes from you. Um, and just being really conscious of like, who are your people? What do you want to say to them? How can you connect with them? How can you make it a little more personal? How can you tell a story? How can you talk about a client? How can you relate to them in a way that that is going to be a little more direct than just very like, you know, business, 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 buy, 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 buy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that should not have the feel of buy, buy, buy. But also you want to make sure that, you know, you nurture your list and you also make some offers from time For to sure. time. Right? For sure. For sure. That's how you get to serve the people. So what would you recommend? Like what, is there like a good email structure? Because you said like focus on one thing. Like if I'm starting out and I'm not really know about email marketing, I might be just building my list. I have a handful of people, maybe two are my mom, my dad, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I, mean, I know so many people starting out like this. They have like yeah. family on their email list yeah. uh, that are probably not buying from them. But what can people do so it feels good and they also have this list as a tool to grow their business? Yeah. The, um, well, this, this actually falls under my E for engaging content. So um, here's the thing. First of all, always sit with everything that you're doing. I think, frankly, in your business, but especially with your email, sit in the space of your ideal client. Who is that person that you love to work with, that you wish you had 10 of, who, um, who you know, lights you up and you light them up and you're like, wow, like I just really this is juicy, juicy. This is why I got into business. Sit in that person's mind and think about what does that person need? What is he or she looking for? What's he or she struggling with? What problem does he or she have that I know I can help them with? Start from that place because that'll drive your, your content. And, and then the other thing is content is everywhere. So it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't have to be the Magna Carta. It doesn't have to be this, you know, dun, dun, dun most amazing email ever written in the world. It can yeah. be really simple. It can be an invitation to an event that you're speaking at. It can be a podcast interview that you are on. It could be a tool that you use in your business that you know your clients can use. It can be a link to an article that's really interesting. Um, it could be a quote that you love and you send the quote, you can pull an image off of um you know, the internet or create your own meme in Canva and put why you like this quote. It could be a book that you read, you know, today, yesterday, 10 years ago that has transformed your life. Um, it doesn't have to be, it, it, people often put content like in this box and there's great content in a lot of different places. Yeah. And that's something everybody has probably to discover for themselves, what they like. Right what they right. love to post, what they love to write about. Yeah. Um, and, and as you said, like, don't overcomplicate it. 
And that's what a lot of people do. Like they think it's got to be this big thing. Um, I've just, I've been doing, I do a lot of planning with my clients. So I do a lot of, um, I like to keep them 90 days planned out for their content. Um, but I had one woman who just, you know, she hired me at the end of the year to plan for the entire year. She was like, I, I don't want to do 90 days. I want to do the whole thing. And we did it in the course of, I think an hour for an entire year. Um, and she was shocked at how easy it was, but like, I have a system that I walk people through, but it's also just because you know, content is everywhere. You can get inspiration for it everywhere. So if you can just plan out a little bit, a year with a lot. And I, I myself only do about 60 days, 60 to 90 days. Um, the other thing that's interesting on this note too is, you know, looking at just other sources. So I, for example, um, I, I watch uh, Marie Forleo. I don't know if you yeah. know her. Pretty well known. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I also love the skim. Are you familiar with the skim? It's like a daily email. It's fantastic skim with two M's. I recommend checking it out. It's just a Monday through Friday uh, debrief of like what's going on in the world. So you're, it's meant to skim on your commute. And I love it. It's crafty the way it's written. It's, I don't watch the news. I don't read papers, but, but I check my skim because then I kind of know what's going on. And if I want to find out more. So this, so Marie Forleo interviewed the founders of the skim to talk about why they picked their distribution method as being email instead of being social media. And so um, it was a great interview and they talked a lot about email marketing, why it's important, you know, and all these things. So I pulled a couple quotes out of it and then I just sent that to my list because I thought it's, it's a third party endorsement of my point of view and it's an interesting interview and I love the skim and I love Marie and it was super easy content, quote unquote, for me. It's a nice giveaway um, for them to go get something a little more juicy, but that I didn't have to write. And there's stuff like that all over the place. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And, and you know, sometimes just a short quote is going to make somebody's day, right? We yeah. often know that, like, uh, my, I have many days that are made so much better by reading the right quote at the right time right. Right. and getting that inspiration, right? right? Yeah. 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 Awesome. So what does hard sales mean for you? It means, it means being conscious of that relationship, but it also means, um, it also means tapping into that heart centered part of myself to make sure that what I'm selling and who I'm being is, are that they're in alignment. Yeah. Make sure that I'm, I'm, coming from that space of um, how can I connect more with my clients, not how can I get them to buy more, which by the way, I want to make sure I'm really clear. There is nothing wrong with selling and there's nothing wrong with building your business and there's nothing wrong with making offers and there's nothing wrong with making money. And I think as women, we need to own that, that this is a good thing. It's good when more women have more money and we're going to do it in a way that feels really good, both for us and for our clients. That yeah. to me is what heart sales mean. Yeah, I, I, just, I just love that. And it's so true. It's so important that you do grow your business, that you make a ton of money because with money is a tool, right? It's mm -hmm. an energy. It's, you know, you can use it for other amazing things that you can't use if you don't make the money. Right. So it's, I think it's really important and it also shows you how many people you have served mm -hmm. and on what kind of level, like how deep did you get to take them 
I'm a total believer that, you know, the higher ticket stuff, people will go deeper than mm-hmm. when, they, sure. when they buy the low end ticket. For sure. They, For they sure. don't go that deep. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there might be exceptions. I totally agree on that, right. on the mindset. But in, in general, and you know, I, I've seen that there's a difference. If I paid $1,000 or $20,000, you know, I value things differently. And that's the energy of money. So yep. I, just, I just love that. Yeah, make sure your business really thrives. You make the money because then you have the bigger impact. And with a bigger impact, you can do more amazing things. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. And to help everybody who's tuning into this podcast, you have a wonderful gift for us, the Email with Heart Starter Kit. I just love that. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about it. And uh, obviously, all the links will be in the show notes, but where can people find it if they need to type it into yeah. Google right away? <laughs> yeah right away get to you you can do email with hearts.com that's the easiest way to get to it and um, this is a great starter kit it's my um, it's got uh, I think six videos it walks you through my whole email with heart process and then there's a couple of really cool infographics and um and just uh what I want to call like guides that go with it that help you understand the structure that um I work with all my clients on and, um, and there's also a really fun one in there that is about, and this, can I add someone to my email list? Cause you know, going back to that, how question I realized as I was in conversation with people that sometimes some people had questions about that. Some people said, um, you know, I, I have a membership directory. Can I just download that? in my email? It's like, no, 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 no. So um, this outlines a lot of different situations. So if you're not sure, it tells you whether you can or can't, and also gives you some instructions on what you can do instead so that you can remedy it. So yeah, it's really cool. Fun little kit. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. I'm really looking forward. I have a second episode with you Mm -hmm. and I have some really cool questions. You shared a fun fact with me. So you do not want to miss on that fun fact. (laughs) I do think that it plays back in what you're all about. And uh, we will figure that out in the next episode. Can't wait. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. I hope you loved this episode, gorgeous. Email was hard as much as I did. I took some notes and I obviously had a little extra coaching as you might have realized. And it's really interesting to find out that when you have the right try, when people are subscribing to your newsletter, or in my case, the empowerment notes, you can deliver even more content, you can email more often, and people will find value because they know, like, and trust you. And they also know that if you do a special promotion for someone else, you really believe in their work and you are aligned with it. And if you do some more promotion for your own products and services, it really comes from this place of heart because you want to serve. And I'm always looking for ways to improve, to deliver more value, to deliver more content, and obviously to make invitations more often so that I can really support you on your way to create a lifestyle and business beyond your wildest dreams by redefining sales. 
hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, sign up for the empowerment notes if you have not yet, and make sure you connect with Leanne Marie Webster. I have all the links to her with just one click away, as well as her wonderful free gift, email with heart starter kit, and you can just sign up right on this page by hopping over to christineschlonsky.com. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and I'm saying bye for now.